Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Squatcast. This is going to be a good show today. You On the think? show, we've got unrelated news, living with Jesus, and special co-star James Rodeimer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a Squatcast for you. <laughs> Be the first good one we've had. <laughs> Let's just dive right into it. All We're right. going to go straight to In Unrelated News. Now it's time for Unrelated News. This is Unrelated News with Brendan Bradway and Eric Scott Smith. Colorado man wants to make burrow racing the official winter sport. Mean people earn more money. Crackdown on gladiator impersonators in Rome. What does a blind man keep in his wallet? Find out next. Brazil prison uses geese as an alarm. Look, officer, no hands. Illinois fisherman catches a foot. Brendan's dream job. And a man fired for washing himself with urine. <laughs> that's right. Really, I think that's that's about... If, if the one is my dream job, then you... Washing yourself with urine. I guess I'm just going to out you on the show. <laughs> That's my dream job. So what's my dream? Jo- I have to ask. What you is do? My- you got to know. Absolutely. All right. What is my dream job? This is a real life heading. Okay. From a news article. It says Brendan's dream job. No, no, no. Oh. But this is the heading. How this cool is would it real. be if it had said that? <laughs> I would have actually been excited if it was like Brendan's dream. <laughs> I would have had to tell you before now. I would have been too excited. Hey, Brendan, to- I found your dream job. <laughs> They even think so. <laughs> Everyone knows the, the guy pub- who wrote this. This is published. <laughs> it must be true. This is the real life title to this article. All right. We must study porn to defeat Al Qaeda. Okay. That's my that's my job. That's Your job. My job. They're is- looking for people to scour the internet for porn. You do it anyway. Why not get paid? Now it's free. <laughs> God, it I, says- it's like volunteer work that I'm doing. <laughs> If you, you see are, something, you're say something. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how can we possibly eliminate terrorism? Jennifer S. Bryson, the uh, chief perv at the conservative <laughs> Witherspoon in, uh, easy for me to say. Yeah. The conservative Witherspoon Institute knows the answer. We need to study Witherspoon, porn. Like Reese Witherspoon? Yeah. Is this like a foundation set up by her family <laughs> to study porn? To study porn. All right. Uh, we need to study porn and closely. That's what this uh, this Jennifer thinks. Okay, and she has an entire foundation set up to do this. Yes. I want to be... Where is this foundation <laughs> I based? Uh, that's what I'm Wait, saying. Wait, where is the... Is it like a California thing? Uh, is it New York? It is doesn't it, say. It's just it's, an article by her and the reasons why right. to defeat Al-Qaeda that we have to just invest our full forces into investigating porn. I, I think that every veteran from the military... If they got paid to just watch porn all day, <laughs> that'd be a wonderful way to bring home the troops. And you're saving the country at the same time. I, it's it's really, a two-for-one deal. It's the most patriotic thing you can do. It's like when you go to McDonald's and you get a McDouble and they got two-for-one that day. <laughs> that happened to me last night. It was awesome. You got a McDouble? I think they were uh, they were closing up shop. Yeah. And they just gave me one for They're free. They're like, here, just take it. <laughs> and then you go home and watch watch porn and, no, and keep the country safe? <laughs> yeah. It's, that's I'm what I'm on the do. job. If I'm ever like in the middle and I get walked in on and they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, keeping America safe. <laughs> so wait, how does this stop terrorism? All right. Here, here's a couple of points that Jennifer w- would like to make about why we need to watch porn to save the country from terrorists. And I would like her to make them. <laughs> I wonder whether the pornography of today 
uh, increasingly grotesque is one of the influence warping the mentality of those who aspire to or actually go on to engage in more grotesque public violence. So she's saying that we're watching grotesque porn. No. Uh, Yes. So she's saying that pornography is an act of violence. Well, she's saying that the porn of today is more violent than it was back in the day when they would just dance around. That was porn. No, but no, they didn't just dance around. Have you ever seen like the documentaries from like the French porn shot on like eight millimeter? No. It's, it's disturbing. I guarantee that our guest coming up in 30 minutes has seen one of those. Has, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> in studying for the period. He, he, he loves that whole era. So absolutely. I guarantee he's seen one or two naked chicks from that time. All right, so he can tell us if it's more violent. Yeah, so I want to find out if it's more violent. Wait, okay, so she's saying that because porn is more violent, mm-hmm. people then seek violence. I guess if, if that's the only choice you have is slightly more violent porn, if it keeps getting more and more and more violent, then right. violence is seeping into our brains because we haven't stopped watching porn as a society. Right, but has was there a time when war was less violent <laughs> because the porn was different? Well, I, I would wager that it was less violent when they were shooting bow and arrows at people. I don't know. Have you been <laughs> shot by a bow and arrow and just had it sit there? I mean, that would suck. <laughs> but I mean, there's not the, the it's not bo- a clean there's not wound. heads exploding off of bodies like right. are happening. But now. there's not heads exploding off of bodies in porn. <laughs> I'm not watching like what kind of porn are you watching? I know, like you're you're sitting there and he's like banging her and her head just suddenly pops. Like that's not that, you would watch that. that does, I would watch. If it. I sent you that oh, at I, two a.m. and I was like, dude, dude, you gotta, check this, yeah. you gotta watch. No, this. I'd watch that in a heartbeat. But I don't understand how that would make me. At the end of the day, I would not be cut out for war in general. Like well, the idea yeah. of killing someone is just beyond me. Oh yeah, but. The, if you put a gun in my hand and tell me that I'm serving my country or that guy is going to kill me, I don't think do how, what you gotta do. I don't think how much porn I've watched has <laughs> any factor in what I'm about to do here. Well, let's see what else. What, what else other is, points? What's she's the making? other reasons? So I wonder: is anyone in the U.S. government tracking and surveying the presence and types of porn on these mediums? Millions of people every day. <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer, <laughs> yeah, Jennifer, Jennifer, Jennifer right. Bryson, Jennifer Bryson. You can rest assured. <laughs> I'm doing my civic duty. <laughs> I know you J- are. Just like jury duty, I've got my own other civic duty I do a couple times a week. We should uh, we should just go ahead and change the national anthem to this. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, man. Instead of the bald eagle, we just have two bare breasts. Just giant ones. Yeah. Oh, man. Hey, baby, let me see your bald eagle. <laughs> the flag is just a bra. <laughs> or a G-string. That's our new That's our new flag. <laughs> All right, she goes on. If we have access to the public libraries of the personal porn preferences of those who support and engage in terrorist violence, we may have a window into the dark corners of their minds. Really? So wait, so now we're going to survey people on the types of porn they watch? <laughs> so like when you register. No, just terrorists. Oh, just She's terrorists. She's saying if we, if we had access to terrorist porn stash, then we'd have an idea of whether or not it influenced their violent behavior. So at Guantanamo, we're going to be like, tell me where it is! <laughs> I want to know where your playboys are now! What cup size do you prefer? Do you like anal or do you like regular? Shaved or not? <laughs> Underage girls are regular. Tell Ta- us now. Tattoos? You I, like tattoo chicks? I, I just need Jack Bauer, like an episode <laughs> of 24, and he's just cracking down on what kind of porn these guys are watching. 
<laughs> That's such a non-job. That's why I'm thinking that you'd be perfect so for she, it because you're qualified. Is she suggesting this would be a job, like people would get paid? I, I, I or guess she just so. saying that like it should something that should be monitored, like phone lines. It seems like she is just on a public platform saying, "Why aren't we looking at their porn? Because it may tell us something about them." All right. And finally, she says, in seeking to understand terrorists, studying their ideas alone is not enough. We need to study and understand their minds. And in this day and age, this includes, and in perhaps more cases than we are aware aware of, Minds shaped by pornography. Wow. Minds shaped, shaped by, by por- pornography. I would I would wager that I have a mind shaped by pornography. That's definitely influenced me. But I I have never, as you said, exploded anyone's head. <laughs> right. <laughs> never I mean violently lashed out because I didn't have my porn or I had too much porn. That is crazy though. <laughs> so uh, you know, other heads exploded while watching hey. porn. Yeah. So it got me thinking. All right. Um that that's the job. What that I kind have. of porn would Al Qaeda watch? Oh I got boy, a, got a couple of titles. All right, you've got a couple of titles prepared. <laughs> I'm, my house is going to get bombed. Right. Luckily, I'm moving. I'm going to be able to find so my new fine. address. All right. So, what are some some classic titles? Uh, Al Qaeda porn. Mm-hmm. Abu Dhabi does Dallas. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jislam. Jislam. <laughs> oh, I like Jislam. Pack it in, Stan. Pack it in, Stan. That's the gay title. Right. For the gay boys. Right, over for the there. gay boys. That's not allowed, though. I'm totally going to kill all you Americans, <laughs> but first I'm going to watch Pack it in, Stan. <laughs> uh, Burkaki. Burkaki. <laughs> and finally, Amadena Rim Job. Oh, well played. Thank you. Thank well you. Well played. <laughs> wow. All right. That's that. All Do you think I watch porn over there? Yeah, I think, didn't they find on Osama bin Laden's computer American porn? They found American porn. That's what I heard, yeah. Wow, so they're in, fo- but I thought he hated Americans. Yeah, and, and supposedly he, they found American porn and video games made in America. And a Justin Bieber CD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's playing Angry Birds and listening to Baby, Baby, Baby. That's how he figures out how to plot his next baby, attack. Baby, 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 oh. Oh, God. There's actually a Cuban drug lord. That they like tunneled to get into his house, like really? his mansion. And when they got inside, there was a gigantic life-size painting of Justin Bieber. Oh yeah, I remember <laughs> that. I mean, so America just spreading its influence everywhere. Justin Bieber is creating terrorists. That, that she, uh, Julia or Jennifer's study should uh, <laughs> should look into the Bieber effect. Yeah, the musical taste of terrorists. Yeah. I wonder what they would listen to. Because I bet you that influences it as well. Because <laughs> when I listen to his music, my head wants to explode. <laughs> <laughs> so I would see a stronger correlation there. You do want to make certain people explode. <laughs> Absolutely. I feel very violent after <laughs> listening to that music. Oh, my God. Where's a fucking gun? <laughs> So what do you got over there in unrelated news? Well, I, I've got um, I've got man fired for washing himself with urine. Okay, which I thought was pretty fantastic. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, this is a famed Austrian museum employee, um, and he was fired for washing his face with uh, and his hands with urine, and he had been working there for twenty three years, and uh, his. His adherence to urine therapy was previously... Urine therapy? Urine therapy. That's what they're calling That's it? That's what he's calling it. <laughs> His adherence to urine therapy was never previously a problem. So they knew about this? So apparently he's been doing this for 23 years and no one's ever said anything. Just washing himself in piss. Yeah. But uh, they claim... That's called Tuesday night at Brendan's house. Right. 
You regularly rub urine into your skin, particularly the face and hands. With this, you soil your place of work and threaten the health of your coworkers, is what his boss said. But apparently, urine therapy is a practice where it's all over. Where? Name one place where urine therapy is common. (laughs) Tuesday nights at my house. (laughs) I actually think we covered this story on the Heidi and Frank show last week. Okay. And uh, it got us into a discussion, and I would actually like to ask you this question. Do you pee in the shower? I have peed in the shower. Have you ever gotten it on yourself, or do you aim out? I probably, I, I would assume I aimed out. So do you, but when, I can't when promise that none of sh- it splashed back. <laughs> <laughs> when you pee in the shower, do you pee like you're going in a toilet or do you just stand there with your hands on your hips? Or are you washing you your hair? You say this and like pissing? this is like a daily occurrence. Like, you know, when you're doing that thing that you always do. Yeah, when you piss in I the mean, shower. I think it was done out of necessity, not out of like, well, why don't you practice? just piss before you get in the shower? Well, sometimes running water and being around water just induces you to want to pee. So you didn't have to go. Then you get in the shower and you immediately have to go. You just had to go like crazy. Yeah. What do you do if you got to go number two in the shower? Well, I, to, I imagine I'd get out <laughs> and I would just drip on everything. <laughs> so you take a wet number two. Yeah, I'd take a wet number two. You would take a number two in the shower? No, of course not. No. I, I rarely pee in the shower to begin with. I rarely pee in the I don't know where this conversation turned to. Brendan pees in the shower all the time. <laughs> you said it, not me. <laughs> I'm going to isolate that audio. <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I, I think I would probably let it do its thing, though. I don't think I'd aim. Like, where would you aim? You'd be like, that's the better place in my shower to pee. I'm going to pee there. I pee on the actual drain. On the drain? Yeah. Don't you think that'll corrode the drain? Well, uh, what's the difference in peeing in the drain or peeing in the tub and letting it go to the drain? Well, at least it'll dilute down on the way. (laughs) Right? I'm a renter. Do you think I care about the state of my apartment? But I'm a renter, but you still got to think about your appliances. Why? Because you still need to be there for some period. I mean, you're leaving in like a month. Yeah. So you don't care. Yeah, I can have a pissy shower. But like I'm renting, but I just moved in, so I want it to last a little while. Yeah, I see the difference between my pissy shower and you your know, pissy shower. You should take a number two in the shower before, before you I leave. Go. Because like on your last day, because you know you're never going to be there again. <laughs> just And then you'll always know. Because hmm. I would love to, like six months from now, you go back to your apartment and you just... Hey, and you meet the guy living there, and you just get a good look at him, and you know that he's been standing in your shit. That's a genius you just, idea. You just know it. and he Shake has, his hand. I yep. used to live here. I hey, just, Matt, yeah. Just wanted to introduce myself. Yeah. It's a great place, right? Right. All the cats. You like all the cats? Especially, I like that shower in the <laughs> in the master bedroom. It's a really good Is one. Is that your bathroom? Is that yours? Is that the one you use? I got a study here, another study. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> You've got a lot of studies. Would you consider yourself poor? Poor? Yeah. You'd consider yourself... I I think the government would consider me poor. (laughs) I think I I meet the standard. All right. It's it's under 20 grand a year, right? That's considered poverty. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Well, then I'm in poverty. (laughs) Wow. Okay. So would you like me to help you uh, understand exactly why you're poor and perhaps maybe you could make some more money? I know why I'm poor. It's called squatters. (laughs) Well, this story <laughs> might prove you wrong. Okay. This study finds that mean people earn more money oh, so, annually. So I'm too nice. You're too damn nice. Wow. According to a study, look at how much I highlighted here. You, Good Lord. 
According to a study by several researchers, agreeable workers make significantly lower than their less agreeable counterparts, right. with the gap being wider among men. The study, titled Do Nice Guys and Gals Really Finish Last? Uh, they studied agreeableness and found that men who disagreed uh, make 18% or $9,700 more annually than the salary of those at their same level who okay. are agreeable. Okay, now I hear that, mm-hmm. but what about women who disagree? Women, there's a 5% gap. They make 5% more. Wow. Yeah. So basically, you're encouraged to be rude at work. Yes. This There's a quote here. that uh, I think this is uh, from the Wall Street Journal. The problem is many managers don't even realize they're rewarding disagreeableness. You can say this is what you value as a company, but your compensation system may not really reflect that. Blah, 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 blah. Wow. So they're rewarding disagreeableness. So I guess, how do you measure something like that, though? Did they go around and say, like, who's kind of a dick to work with? <laughs> and then, like, go up to that guy and be like, hey, how much do you make? Yeah, I wonder how they take the survey. I guess they just uh, they just take a, a random survey, I guess, of, of questions right. and see who is disagreeable and who is agreeable oh. to just the random questions. Right. Like, for instance, but, I have a are you jerk uh, are you a jerk? You survey. can't speak today. I really can't. You got to do some. Ex- it's been a long day. I think it's because you didn't do your mouth exercises before ow, the show. Ow, Everyone's always talking about them. Ow, They're always like, "What does Eric do before ow. the show?" And I'm like, "Well, he wants so, to be able to speak during to the put show." Put a pen in your mouth. A pen? Do you have a pen? No, you don't put a pen in your mouth. Yeah, that's what you put a cork. No, like you, a wine cork. Why would you put a wine cork in your mouth? Why would you put a pen in your mouth? Why would you put a penis in your mouth? <laughs> because it tastes delicious. <laughs> so you take a pen and you push it right like this. What does that do? And you hold it. You uh, look like a monkey. Uh, you look like Planet of the Apes. It's talk like this for a minute. Uh-huh. This is talk. What is this doing and for And then you? when you take the pen out, you have perfect pronunciation of all of your words. No, see, when 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 we were training, we put a cork in our mouth, and it forced you to have to speak clearly around the cork. Is this a real teacher who yeah. told you to do that? It was in London. It's not, it seems like he just wanted you to put something in your mouth. There was a whole class of people doing it. <laughs> yeah. If I was a pervert and I had a group of people listening to me, I'd be like, hey guys, you know what? Here's what you do. You take this giant thing and stick it in your mouth. He wasn't passing Aww. out dildos. He was passing out a wine cork. <laughs> but literally, we had to speak around it, and when you took it out, you could speak very clearly and loudly. And British. And British. <laughs> well, it was in London, so that was what they were doing. Uh, so I have a couple of questions if you want to find out if you're a jerk. I know that I'm a douche. What? But if you're a douche, you should be making 18% more. But I'm not working anywhere. <laughs> that's a good point. I think that's the fine line. Douchebags either make 18% more or you're unemployed. Ah, good point. That's a very good point. To- I know quite a few douchebags that have no jobs. <laughs> right. So I think once you get employed... The key is you got to get employed, pretend you're nice, get employed, yeah. and then turn on the douchebaggery. And then you can only reach a certain level of asshole until you get fired. Right. So you reach that level. I reach that level. So there's no point in this quiz. No. <laughs> we've learned. You're welcome. That you are an asshole. I'm just taking out all of your thunder. But you can ask me questions. No, I don't want to do them now. I want to know what your next story is. All right. Well, my next story was that um, a floating mannequin foot spurred a ten-hour lake search. What? A little boy was fishing in a northern Illinois lake, and he hooked and then lost a foot. You know, like he cast it out, he was he was pulling it in, yeah. and he could see that it was a foot, and then it slipped off the hook and fell back down in the water. So he went and told everybody that he found a foot in the water. Oh, my. And they searched the lake for <laughs> 10 hours looking for a body. 
And did they find the mannequin foot? They found foot? the mannequin foot. <laughs> How the hell does a mannequin foot get in a body of water? I, I have absolutely no idea. So they haven't found the culprit who dumped the mannequin in the water. Yes, but the Gunnery Fire Department Battalion Chief, John Skillman... Why sa- is he even there? Because <laughs> he got called in because there was a body in the water. He says the search was launched because the boy was considered a reliable source. <laughs> How old is he? He'd never cried foot before. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. We're... There was trouble afoot in uh, northern Illinois. Oh, you got to stop. Oh, man. <laughs> trouble afoot. Oh, okay. Yep. If we're doing uh, bad punchlines, I got one for you. But the town now says that the boy's been walking all over them. <laughs> I know you like to be button happy. I just wanted to give you a couple things to do. There you go. There you go. <laughs> All right. Well, at least he didn't is, tiptoe uh, around. He went right up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't uh, have any more sad sound effects. I could go all day. Uh, that's, it. that's what ma- that makes me want to do. All right. All right. Let's heal this in- conversation and get on to something <laughs> no, else. No, no, no. If we're staying on bad punchlines, I got one All for right, you. let's do it. In Michigan, a Maltese dog that disappeared... Look at how much I highlighted here. Why you- Do me a favor. I want you to read the one thing you didn't highlight. That's all you're allowed to read for this story. No! This is absurd. No, you highlighted the entire thing. Eric, there's no reason for us to be highlighting things if you're going to highlight everything. Literally, no. It's all no, important You're not allowed to read the story. All right. You're no, only no, no. allowed to read what you did no, not highlight. I'm going to read no, the story. For this story, you can only read what you did not highlight. All right. Vienna Township, Mm -hmm. he was returned safely to his family Saturday. Benson told the Detroit News that the dog remembered her family, and it was an amazing evening. Good story. You have no idea what happened. That's all I need to know. You're ruining this for me. (laughs) A dog was returned, and it ended happily. No. I know the ending. A Maltese dog that disappeared more than... Just like the end of Old Yeller, right? He disappeared more than a year ago, Brendan. This is incredible. It's a moving tale of a a boy and his dog. It's going to be a lifetime movie of the year. Yes. They're going to make a movie about this, and you're not going to star in it. (laughs) And I'm not either, because we can't book anything. (laughs) A Maltese dog that disappeared more than a year ago after a fatal car crash in New Mexico has been returned to surviving family members in Michigan. I don't know why they have to mention that it's Michigan twice. The crash in June last year killed Gary Benson and his daughter Emily. Afterward, his wife... Why was that necessary? (laughs) That was a sad moment. (laughs) I was going to give a moment of respect to the dead, but you decided to want want. It's an uplifting story. All right. It killed Gary and his daughter Emily. Mm. Afterward, his wife and four surviving children searched unsuccessfully for the pet named Caesar. So they got in this wreck. The dog right. is gone. Right. And they, it's been missing for a long time. Monica Benson told New York, Mexico, New York, I really can't fucking talk. New Mexico's Quay County son, she posted pictures of Caesar and her son Benjamin in Benjamin's hospital room while the 18-month-old recovered. And he kept asking, where was my puppy? Where's my puppy? Right. That's what he was asking. Mm-hmm. Finally, they found him and somebody scanned a microchip and returned him to the owner's. Isn't that a touching tale? That is, I'm so touched right and now. And they asked Caesar, <laughs> they asked Caesar, how was the year apart from your loving family? He said, rough. Wow. <laughs> wow. All that for rough! 
You know, the segment is called Unrelated News, not Bullshit News. But thank you. <laughs> that is a real story. It's, I, a good it's, story. it's a good story. I'm glad the dog got home safe. But it's what, sa- what sucks about your story, to be perfectly honest, is you go through all of that, and I'm expecting, like, yeah. The boy was in a playground, and the dog came up to him and, like, remembered him by a scent. He had a microchip. Yeah. Someone scanned. So basically, you're saying technology worked. Yeah, he Someone wandered scanned his around mic- for a year, though. He was a homeless dog. Yeah, but you have a homeless animal living with you. Yeah. So that happens. It, an animal can, can get taken care of and actually find a really great family for a little while. Yeah, but Mama, my cat, uh, if somebody was her loving owner for years and years and there was an 18-month-old in a hospital bed asking, where's Mama? Where's my Mama? Uh-huh. This is why you're not going to be in the movie about the dog <laughs> coming home, by the way. I'm just going to help you out there. Well, I'm trying to play older. And I, usually I could get hired to play an 18-month-old, but uh, with the facial hair, I'm thinking like six. Six? Good. All right, go ahead. Rough was my punchline. It was, it, what is unrelated to that? What's unrelated to that? A Brazilian prison uses geese as an alarm system. <laughs> I love it. I mean, that's pretty unrelated. Yeah. It, an overcrowded prison in northern Brazil has added a new layer of secure, uh, security against escapes. <laughs> Two geese. Two of them. Two of them. <laughs> Not even like, you know, a, a, gaggle. a gaggle of them. <laughs> Just two. Not like a gang of yeah. geese with, like, pocket knives yeah. and it's a, so leather I want, jackets. What, I, what, what I want now is the buddy action comedy <laughs> surrounding two geese that have to, like, <laughs> bounty hunter... <laughs> prison mates that break out. So one of them's, like, the, the old... Uh, yeah, yeah, the old cop who's been there way too long, the old and he's, he's right about to retire. Right, and then he's paired with this obnoxious up and coming rookie, yeah. and he doesn't follow any of the rules. Quack quack. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I so, guess they go ha ha. So yeah, so the prison warden says that the geese make a lot of noise when they sense strange movements. <laughs> This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. So the prison was built to hold 153 inmates and currently holds 255. So it's overcrowded, so they got a lot of people trying to escape. Right. But (laughs) they have nearly double the occupancy of the prison. Right. And their solution was, let's get two geese. (laughs) I know. I know what we'll do. We're going to bring two geese in here. It's going to solve everything. I don't understand that at all. Why not get a, a voracious dog? Right. Or, or, or a three, bear. Or three geese. Put a fucking bear out there. <laughs> right, yeah. Who's going to try to escape when there's a grizzly bear right. st- sitting there like, no, you better, no. You and, better just stay in and there. And you don't guy. feed him. <laughs> Ever. Ever. You only feed him human flesh so yes. he gets the so taste. get the taste for it. Absolutely. Yeah, see, that's a much better and, idea. And Invest you, your money in a bear, right, an you, angry bear. And you cover all the inmates in honey. <laughs> they have to take honey baths. They have to take honey baths. Daily. So they're just walking around covered in honey. <laughs> and for some reason, I would give the bear a toothpick just because he looks more menacing that way. The thing about geese is where I grew up, there was actually one of those small Carolina roads that you had to drive down to get anywhere. Yeah. And these geese would cross it all the time. Throughout the day. Sure. And it they're the slowest moving creatures in the world. <laughs> they have no consideration for anyone or anything. How are they going to prevent an outbreak? But they're loud, right? I think the idea of this is that they just go, What's that? What's that? Something's right. moving. But but don't they do that for anything? <laughs> yeah. 
So aren't you just annoyed all night long right. by geese? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most awkward ending to a story of all time. We have to go to our break. When we come back, we have more James Rohheimer in the story. We we'll make more awkward moments. Stick around. This is the Squatcast on the Toad Up Network. the squat cast that is no fx which was my favorite band in high school <laughs> you yeah seriously i'm not joking that was my favorite band in high school i don't see you as a punk rocker i wasn't a punk rocker i didn't have like a mohawk or anything or any piercings see but... i had i had the blue hair i had armbands with spikes on them i had a million chains see, I, ju- I just thought you looked lame in high school i skateboarded and i was into that you skateboarded? Yeah, like a lot. How do I not know that? I did like, are you going to cry again like we did last time when you figured <laughs> I didn't surf? I, I would do like, you know, grinds and rails and everything. You can grind on a rail. I used to be able to. Could you now? No, if I God, asked you no. to? No. Can we please shoot a video of you trying to... We, I'll shoot a video of me trying, but you have to pay for any medical bills because oh, I'll hurt no. myself. My knees are crap now. Screw that. You're an old man now. <laughs> you listen to no effects. I'm impressed. Thanks. We got more music coming up later that I used to listen to in high school. Oh, you're going to play your favorite high school band? Yeah, well, I had a lot of favorites. So I had I a lot of favorites, but one. NoFX was definitely top five. Well, Marvelous 3 that we heard at the top right. before the intro, mm-hmm. that was one of my That was favorites. a good band. Yeah. Yeah. Butch Walker they were on is the, radio the lead the singer of that band, and he's my man crush. He's your man crush? Yeah. I had no idea. I've gone on record saying that if my options were never meet Butch Walker or give him a blowjob, mm-hmm. I would choose blowjob. Well, on that note, let's bring someone on the show that, yeah, that Eric reminds me of someone. also wants to give a blowjob to. We got James Rodimer on the show. You'll recognize James from Squatters. He luckily filled in for a lot of different roles. He was also the cinematography and director of photography on the show. So all the video you see was shot by this man here. What's up, buddy? How you doing? Welcome, welcome. Let's see if I can figure out how to use this mic. You speak into it, and it records your voice. I'm very low. It's really creepy. <laughs> you are very low. Am I supposed to be low like this? Yeah. Is this Heidi? Yeah, we keep you over. If you scooch <laughs> over just a I touch. be a little taller. Uh, there there, there you, you go. Oh, boy. Oh, he's growing right wow. before our eyes. I wonder if I'm on camera anymore. <laughs> <laughs> That's How just... you doing, man? Good. How you doing? Good. Thanks for coming on the show. Thank you for inviting me. Yeah. So... All right, so good to see you, man. Good to see you. Great. All right, we're done. I'm in. I'm in. 
<laughs> Play the music. What's the music? We got a little uh, band fanfare to bring on nice. folks on the show. Yeah. So uh, we saw you a couple months ago when we were working on um, a little movie called Battery Row that you uh, yeah. directed. Yeah. And we, we, and we, you've been buried in the editing room ever since. I have. So and, and sound and everything else that's post related nice. takes forever. But it's my understanding that this weekend is the premiere. Right. Ah, Wednesday. Yeah. Actually, it'll be. Is it tonight? Yeah. The thirty first. Yeah. Yeah. It's the thirty first. What? No. Wait. What? Okay, for those of you who haven't caught on, this show is pre recorded. <laughs> this show is pre recorded. I don't know what day. We're is actually it? recording this. As you're listening to this, we are voices from the past. Yes. But you are our future. Wow. So, so if we could talk to them, they could tell us what the future is. This is going to be the 24th, so you got a week. Got a week till the show. Right. A week. So the okay. premiere. Next Wednesday. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. Are you pumped? I am. So what can you tell us? Does it look good? It looks great. It looks great. We actually went in and saw it in the screening room where we're going to be showing it, and it sounds good and nice. looks great. So, wow. So give us a, a, a 30, give us the premise. Give us, set it up. Okay. Can I, don't you have your trailer on here somewhere? I do. All right, I'm going to give you. It's just a teaser, though. It doesn't really explain anything. Yeah, no, but I'm going to give you background music. Nice. This oh. is your trailer that you edited, yes. Yes. and uh, uh, where can you find that? On brashstudios.com. Yeah, that's where they can go and yeah. watch this trailer. Yeah. You can watch the trailer. You can get tickets to the premiere, which everyone is invited to. Yeah, you know you what? We'll put it on the squatcast.com, too. Well, yeah. So okay. everybody can see it. So you give us a synopsis while synopsis this music is playing. A guy goes and commits suicide and falls off a bridge and lives through it. And um, crazy stuff happens because of that. Crazy stuff happens because of that. Yeah, and it's all noir, so it's like, you know, like true noir, it's or like uh, no, it's ambiguously before 1959. Any time back before then. Nice, but yeah. it is a period. Yeah, it's a period. Yeah, That's definitely. awesome. So all it's not like a Sin City where it's just shot kind of noir-ish, but it's clearly modern day. It's actually a period piece, right? Yeah, that is it's awesome. intended to be. Everything's pretty old in there, as nice. far as I can tell. So, so did you the, sneak in any like props from the day, from, like back in the day? Absolutely. Um, well, the whole factory is a prop from the you know, it's built in 1918. So like the wow, wow, and then the bridge, everything you know. Um, I don't think the clothes are old. Maybe some of it. Um, car clothes I wore were old. That's <laughs> 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 they were real old. <laughs> Mostly styled though. Nice. So, yeah. It was a little project I gave myself last year after making uh, two feature films and an instructional video for Tiny Touches, and I just was like, okay, now I'm going to do something for me. Nice. And this is, um, I had a thousand bucks, and then, you know, several thousand dollars later. Right. <laughs> you know how it is, squatters? Yeah. <laughs> so, that's awesome. So, yeah. I'm still fun. I'm still confused on whatever Tiny Touches was. It sounds perverted. Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Yeah, An instructional DVD yeah. on, <laughs> on tiny touches. Yeah, this is this is where you touch, <laughs> so you don't get caught, <laughs> so the bruises don't show. <laughs> <laughs> right, so should we go. just leave tiny touches ambiguous, yeah, or do you so. want to know what no, that's about? Yeah, I want to know what tiny. Touches All right, so is. tell us tell I'll, us about tiny touches. It's an impression uh, business where they take kids and they put their hands in clay, just like they did in Grauman's Chinese. Oh. Oh, mm, okay, that go. makes a lot more sense nice. than yeah. instructional DVD on how to molest And children. for some reason, you know, most people think that when you do that, you have to bring, you know, it has to be a baby. You can't do an adult, but I think that's silly. Grommans was doing adults. In, did you, when you made the video, did you get your hand done? Um, not in the video, no, but we did, 
I did have mine done. Of course, awesome. With my little signature on there and everything. Oh, yeah. that's cool. Yeah, oh, wow. it's, it's pretty cool. So Awesome. Hmm. So where can people go? Do you still have tickets for this Battery Row thing? Yeah, it's on BrashStudios.com. There's a premiere button there, and you can get tickets I'm on I'm going to go right now. Well, and I actually have some inside information to the premiere. If you go, there's a free vodka bar, right? What? Yeah, there is. Wine and it's vodka. free yeah. wine and vodka all night. Yeah, I decided to bring my own wine, too, just to make sure the wine was decent. Nice. I'm going to bring some Bordeaux. So, I mean, that, that makes the there. ticket worth it right there. You get to see the movie. Yeah. You get to hang out with everybody. And the drinks are freaking free. Yep. Wait, is this right? It's seven bucks? Seven bucks. Seven dollars? Yep. All right. That's amazing. You've got to be losing money on that deal. Really what this is Giving for. Giving free vodka? <laughs> this wasn't to make a lot of money. This was for the actors, you know, because all the actors in this movie decided, hey, I want to be in a movie with what you're doing here, and they didn't charge me. The, um, the crew did. Right, of so, course. Of course, I'm making them pay to get in, but, but not the actors. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> so um, it's really, you know, how many how many movies in the in the city go without ever being seen? Oh, thousands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, probably. There's like a percentage. I forget. Even the ones in the studios that get killed. You know. Right. And I thought, you know, at least I can do this. I can actually show the film for the actors. You know. Well, that'll be, which includes both of us. Yeah, we're right. both, in, both the film. in it. And then uh, a little Heidi. lady named Heidi Hamilton from yeah. the Heidi and Frank show. I think she's a few people a... know her. Yeah. She's so. on the Toad Hop Network every morning. Yeah. From 10 to <laughs> 10 noon. 10 to noon. Heidi and Frank. Right here. I sleep oh. through that one. <laughs> yeah, you always plug it. You're not even up until after um, that show's over. Good thing you guys record it. <laughs> it's a good so show. I'm I like ex- it. I'm excited to see that, though. That's going to cool. be incredible. Yeah. yeah. Everybody should come out. Yeah, please come out. Check out Battery Row. Check out uh, the vodka bar afterwards. <laughs> yeah. That's where <laughs> you find me. Bar, the vodka bar is right before. Oh. So, you drink, so we're going to really like down. the movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then afterwards, I'm thinking I'm going to grab some friends and we'll go a couple doors over to Senor Fred's and, and hang out. Nice. That's, that's oh, so it's right by Senor Fred's. Yeah. It's like, right. it's like a block over from Senor Fred's on, uh, on Ventura. Perfect. Cool. It's at Cap on Woodman and Ventura. Which means complete actor's place. Nice. Oh, there's only 100 seats per show? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, just, I see I'm reading the website so get, get right get your here. tickets it's now because it'll yeah, sell it's out. Intimate. Nice. I don't really prepare for our guests. I know you don't. They, they name okay. a website and I go, you, you, don't even, <laughs> you know <laughs> what? There's only 100 seats, huh? <laughs> yeah, <that's okay. laughs> you don't even ask me who it is before it comes on. <laughs> you just... We get the yeah. studio on the day, and you're it's like, It's a oh. surprise to me as well as everyone else. That's so great. Yeah, see, I get to experience it with everyone else. So what else is going on outside of Battery Row? Uh, just straight old work, you know? Yeah. Same thing. Same thing. Same thing all every day. What's your same thing every day? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, editing. Um, just did a shoot with... Uh, I Actually, someone asked me to shoot the behind the scenes for uh, uh, Mario Lopez photo shoot. Nice. Hmm. So is, is he cool? Yeah. He's yeah. very cool. I mean... And he's standing there in underwear because oh. it's 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 like for a line. Wait, of, what kind of sh- line of underwear? What kind of shoot? <laughs> wait, wait, maybe no. I should have asked you what kind of work you do outside no, of Battery Row. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it's for a line of clothing, you know, yeah. for underwear, and and you know, they have him standing there doing the photo shoot, and then I'm just behind the scenes shooting all kinds of whatever else is going on. Wow. So you know, then I edit it my own style, and it's become a thing. Nice. Wow. Nice. So I guess he saw one of my other videos. Yeah. It's like, hey, 
<laughs> was it the trailer oh, for Battery Row? <laughs> or, or was yes. it other men in underwear that you were filming? <laughs> Is this a regular thing? Wait for me? a second. Is that why I'm do wearing people, my underwear? Do the, do the, do the men know row? they're being filmed when you're shooting them? <laughs> were there cameras in the changing room when we were shooting Battery Row? He probably just, wasn't even allowed to be at that Mario yeah. Lopez shoot. He's outside the window. <laughs> yeah, actually, I just shot this Mario Lopez thing. <laughs> was that his house? He's in the catwalk, <laughs> looking down. <laughs> So, yeah. That's awesome. That's one of the things. Plenty of things going on. Very cool, man. Very yeah. cool. You're a busy man. Yeah. I, I've been listening to your guys' show, actually. I really like it. Oh, I'm really oh, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I knew there were three people listening, but yeah, I didn't know I you like, were the third. I was like, oh, I'm either the third or the fourth. <laughs> yeah. So could, you guys always refer to it. If you're still here, <laughs> I, I am. I'm still here. <laughs> I don't so. know why. <laughs> I really don't. That is awesome. So you uh, you got a new place recently, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, should, should, should we can be completely honest here? You we used to be roommates, right? Well, so you essentially years. lived in his. house. I lived in his house Come for two on. years. <laughs> I subletted a room from Jim for two years. Wow, wow two, two years. years? Yeah. Wow. It was nuts. It seems longer. Oh, <laughs> oh boy, I'm sorry. <laughs> Did so, you guys have, like, when you moved out, because I know you have a new roommate, you're right. living with, uh, oh, I'm living with, wait, wait, wait for it. Jesus. You're living with, with Jesus. Jesus now. And, uh, did you guys have a moment when you moved out? Because it's been two years. That's a long time to have, to be roommates with somebody. What do you mean, mean take like a, a moment? Did you have a moment of sadness that that this that you guys were moving on to uh, different points in your life? It was it was different directions. It was definitely hard to move out, but it wasn't like we were like moving cities. Like when I when I left my old apartment in New York, like I was moving across the country. I was never going to see those people again, except ironically this weekend when I'm in their wedding, <laughs> which is why we're pre-recording the show. <laughs> ah. Um wait, this would be last weekend. The last were, week were in their wedding. Right. Ooh. Oh, God, it's so trippy. <laughs> Who knows? Where are we in the time? But yeah, so... <sighs> okay, so it's today, but... But wait, it's, it's last weekend, but it's... Last weekend. weekend. But there's a time. Is it 1987 again? <laughs> Who has a DeLorean? Help me figure this out. <laughs> um, so yeah, so... so I, but so it's it's not as... Dramatic. I'm, I mean, we, you know, we still see each other, and you know, like we're still in the same city. Um, but it all happened really quick. It, it also happened quickly. Like there was, yeah. there was kind of that packing up, and then you rented a truck one day, yeah. and literally everything was gone. Well, because <laughs> I work in my house, so I right. have my whole my whole setup. You know, computers like crazy, and just sitting around. That's where I work. So if I'm working in the middle of a project, which I was about to start a new project, I thought I got to get this all out, right? Or else I have to stay here and do it. And I can't stay here long enough to do the whole project, so I just got to move. So yeah, I got a truck. Boom, everything done, and exactly it all just boom, boom, boom. No, it was gone. Yeah. Every, everything. I came back and I was like, oh, yeah. There's there's nothing here anymore. <laughs> get going. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. <laughs> no, I had to get the heck out of there. So you didn't have that moment where you guys are both no. packing up and then you both sort of realize. This is, might be the last time we're both here together, and you look at each you other look lovingly across, yeah. across the room. Yeah, hey, <laughs> a single tear falls. None of those. We did actually. We thought about throwing a big party. Yeah, because the landlord kind of got a little douchey towards the end, didn't always, she? Don't they always? But she she made you. She like really tracked you down to pay for like the extra days yeah, into the yeah. new month. But yeah. you know what? She's making five percent more because of it. Why? Because women make five percent more. Oh, that's true. <laughs> They're douchebags. You're absolutely there you right. Go. <laughs> Full circle. So how'd you get douchey? I don't understand. Well, t- I mean, you called me and told me. 
Well, you know, there were six remaining days because yeah, when still he had to pay more rent. Yeah. So she tracked him down and was like, "Hey, uh, you still owe me for six days into August, so you need to come back and pay me." Well, and, and then as soon as you gave yeah. her the check. He tells me that she goes, so I can just go in there and start showing it yeah, off, right? And he's exactly. like, no. That's what bothers me. I've got six more days left. <laughs> if you're going to make me pay six more days, I'm going to be in there just walking around naked. Right. <laughs> yeah. There's nothing else you can do in there until I leave. Right. I'm going to run just all the water. I'm gonna, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I'm going to take a shower and just whatever I can do because, I mean, if you're going to, otherwise, let's make a deal. Yeah. Because I'm out. You're out. Right. We're all out. So, Wow. Know. So yeah. she made you pay for days. Yeah. Yep. And then and then clean the place like crazy. And finally, we just said, you know what? Enough's enough. I've cleaned it pretty well. And I don't know why they do that. They always get you on the cleaning thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they're going to get someone in there anyway. I think it's law that they have to do that. Right. So They're taking 800 bucks out of my deposit. What? Yeah. For cleaning? For something. I have no idea. No. I got to figure it out. But I called and I said, hey, how much was our deposit? We're having trouble recalling. Right. And they said, well, it looks like uh, about uh, $2,400, I believe. Right. So how much of that am I getting back? Uh, $1,600? So is it cool to say that the, the relationship... Oh, yeah, yeah. So basically, mm-hmm. I've moved in... Next door to me! Yeah. Yeah. Same house. It's yep. one house. It's a duplex, it's essentially. split in half. Mm-hmm. And I have part of it, and then you guys have the rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, so I have... Um, I just got a thing in the today where they said, hey, you know, you moved in the middle of the month. You, you know, you, you owe rent today. Oh, which was last week. Oh, yeah. right. And um, then they like they added up all the days that I have for the rest of the month, and they said that's how much you owe, which is actually more than half of the rent. Right. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to like catch a few things that they're up to here and there. Uh, wait. I haven't noticed a lot of fishy stuff with them, but this eight hundred dollars. What the hell could you well, need that? Don't for? they have to explain what what's coming out of the deposit? Yeah, yeah I guess I should probably ask. Yeah, I would for eight hundred dollars. It's worth a question or two. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, and I know you've got money you just to throw around. If you're stealing a cat. Uh, actually, and we are taking one of the cats. <laughs> are you really? Yeah. Is that yeah. going to happen? Taking a cat. That's so, 400 right there. So, <laughs> <laughs> they're stray cats. <laughs> but to take a stray cat, you have to they're, pay for it? They're very possessive of those cats. When they I watch it, they go, hey, are you a cat lover? And I'm like, no. <laughs> like, oh, well, um, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we do. We live in, a, in essentially a cat village. We started off. With no cats, right. zero cats. The boys had zero cats. Then the boys had one cat, because she showed up. Her name is Mama, and she lives with us. Right. We talked about her last week. Yeah. So she, two weeks ago. Right. <laughs> Three weeks ago. Yeah. Sometime. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, then she moved in, and we give her flea medication. She has food, everything she needs. She lives at our house now. Right. Then all of a sudden... A, a new cat shows up, and my roommate's like, "Hi, this is Arlene, the cat. I'd like you to meet Arlene." So now Arlene, Wait, like it was a start, like it was a person. Yeah, she just showed up, and he <laughs> named her without my consent or, or or agreement in any sort of situation of another cat living with us, right. and introduced me like she lived there her whole life. This is Arlene. She's gonna live here, I guess. She just shows up. I'm giving her food. What? So then, uh, then Arlene's brother Garfield comes over. I don't know. So now you have three cats? We have three no stray cats. No wonder you're getting out of there. And I found a flea on me yesterday. Oh. <sighs> you should, so is are your roommates not paying for, I guess, the flea control and any of that stuff? No. I mean, I bought Mama's flea stuff. Right. I think that three roommates... 
three cats equal three right. medications. Right. I want to know which one of your roommates talks like that. That's the only other voice Eric has. There's has Eric and then there's gay Eric. <laughs> <laughs> I can do many voices. Try me. It's the roommate that lives up in the uh, I want to hear, I want to hear your battery row voice. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's pretty much Eric. Not gay Eric? Yeah, it's pretty much just this. I'm just like, hey, what's up? Like right. that. But not what's up, because that was... Right, that <laughs> that phrase... Been, Ask him real. for his. Oh, he, do you have a voice? Mine is, he has a character. It's like my uh, unrelated news voice. I kind of talk a little, hey. Like, <laughs> yeah. So gay yeah. Brendan. G- gay Brendan, yes. Gay but, 50s but Brendan. kind of East Coast. Yeah. I like it in the ass, a li- see? A little... <laughs> a little... <laughs> you don't talk much, do you? Standard Atlantic speaking. <laughs> Is that gay? No. Okay. But everything's gay to Eric if I said it. (laughs) East Coast. It automatically becomes gay if it's associated with Brendan. Well, think about all the guys back in the 40s who, like, slicked their hair back, they're dressed impeccably. They would all be gay today. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Or or metrosexual. Or European. European. Or European. Yeah, yeah. that's just the blanket gets you out of anything. Yeah. That's the (laughs) get-out-of-jail-free card. When I went to Italy years ago, every dude there was either wearing Speedos or uh, Capris. Really? Yeah, and that's the standard over there. And they're all riding around on Vespas. I mean, if they were here, they'd get their ass kicked. <laughs> there was a guy there a couple months ago. We got to go. And um, here's this guy walking down the street in light pink slacks. And he had a really hot girlfriend next to him. It's like, um, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's weird. But they were like arm in arm. They were. It looked like they were together. Right. So. I don't know. I've seen that here in WeHo. Fancy beard. (laughs) Yeah, them just walking arm in arm. Yeah, (laughs) we're going shoe shopping. (laughs) That's what they're doing in Italy. (laughs) They're actually American. Oh wow. Um, there was a question I was going to ask Jim, and I can't remember what it is. All right. Um, You've always been really good with our host or our guest. I know. You go ahead, ask him something. I'll come up with something. Oh, good. Just anything. What's your favorite color, Jim? My favorite color is green. Green. You know, that's a horny color. It is. Yeah. Like uh, M&M's. Make you horny. This is really where you took the interview? <laughs> I didn't yeah. know what I was going to have. You the worst host ever. <laughs> you were telling me that, that you had a really unfortunate thing happen recently to you. Yes. So I, I yes. wanted to hear more about you wanna, that. You want to talk about personally. Right. Do okay. we have to stop talking about green? We, we can include green things while we're talking. Okay, yeah, let's, do. let's incorporate I think, some green. So it is his favorite color. I think we should be nice. All right, so anything that happens during the story... <laughs> that's green. I'm going to ask you, like, if you're like, so I put my jacket on, I'm going to assume that the jacket was green. Okay. Yeah. And we'll right. continue from wow. there. that's going to be tough. All right. So another project I was working on, that's what you were, I think we were talking about. Was it a green project, like environmentally safe? <laughs> it should have been. Did yeah. you get the green light on the project? <laughs> oh, ah, nice. I see. All right, so I was doing a, um, a project, uh, a web series. All right. We all know what I'm sorry. Are. Yeah. <laughs> you know those things that make um, lots of money. And, right. Um, green. And um, anyway, so I was making this web series. <laughs> this isn't going to work, is it? <laughs> so, um, Lots of actors were coming up to me, and they're like, hey, hey, that's a really cool web series you're making there, right. you know? And it was really just improv. It was just like, there was no script. We'd just go out in the desert. We'd have a good time, you know? And it, it turned out kind of cool. Nice. So people were coming up, hey, we got to be in that. And then I had these friends of mine who were, hadn't seen in a while and known them for a few years, and they're yeah. real good actors. And this one guy comes up and says, hey, really want to be in that in that web series, you know? And I'm like, okay. So yeah. he, we end up working on it, and he gets in the, we put him in the web series, and I make this whole 
kind of treatment for a... Uh, for those of you who don't know, in a web series, yeah. that's pretty much all you have to do to get in one. Right. Ask someone who's doing one that's if you right. can be in one. Yeah. Right. In my experience watching some of the web series <laughs> out there, yeah. they yeah. just knocked on a door. There's no <laughs> actors or anything. It's just people. Hey, do you do that show? Yeah. Uh, I want to be in it. Okay. Sure, sounds good. <laughs> Will you take that's, no money? That's how Tony Janning was in ours. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Tony from Legend of Neil was literally at... Um, we were just drinking out at a bar, and he goes, hey, man, I want to be in Squatters. And I, w- I was like, okay, cool. And I went home that night, and I wrote him in. <laughs> and then he was in Squatters. Not the first time in Hollywood that two guys got drunk and one of them got fucked. <laughs> <laughs> That's why the bar is called the casting couch. All right. All right. Back to all your right. story. God. Right. I forgot. Um, <laughs> so anyway, so he ends up getting in- involved, mm-hmm. and uh, we, we make this one episode with him in it, and uh, which was really great, because I had a character that I'd wanted him in as anyway. Right. And then uh, one thing led to another, and then um, I end up writing with his wife. Oh. At, at his request. Right. He's like, hey, you know, write with my wife, you know, and, and so we put together this this episode, this, like, not a web series episode, but like, oh, like a, a legitimate pilot. pilot. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. Like a 44, nice. whatever it ends up being. Yeah. And um, they had some connections, and so next thing you know, we're talking to this really big... Um, uh, like an agent? A or manager. A man- okay. Manager. And the manager loved it, and nice. she usually hates everything. And then she put us in touch with a, a huge agent in town. Right. I can't say. I won't right. say. But they're fairly sizable. Nice. Probably the biggest. <laughs> and <laughs> Just saying. Not the size matters. Whatever. So, um, anyway, went all the way up to that point. Yeah. And then the whole thing just kind of fell apart, because... The guy thought I was having an affair with his wife. What? <laughs> what? Where did that come <laughs> from? Well, you nowhere. know, when you spend time together. So, I don't know. Well, as Eric knows, I can't write something with you in it without fucking you. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> no, I mean. Well, we've been to bed at least once in squatters, <laughs> That right? is true. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's just part of the business. No, but I, so literally, everything was going great, moving along, and then all of a sudden, he just gets in his head that you're with his wife? Yeah. And did he go like... Did he just like quietly pull out and stop talking to you, or did he go like crazy? I'm pretty sure that that ended the whole thing, right. even with the agency. Right. Because what happened is that the the manager called me on the phone and she's like, "Hey, so I hear that you're having an affair with so and so's wife." <laughs> not like not like we're getting meetings lined up at Fox or anything. Like, no. no, I hear you're banging somebody. You know the important stuff. That's awful. And um, she's like, "I just want you to know that I'm backing out of this and I'm not working with them anymore." What? He's, so there I'm, it is. Yeah, and then. She she knew the 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 guy at the agency, right? So she probably said to him. I mean, I'm just guessing. I don't know, but she's she probably said to him, "We're ba- I'm backing away from this. This right. is getting messy." Right. And he probably said, "Oh, okay." So that's Scratch. how it, that's how it works in Hollywood. And they saw my my promo and they loved it. Right. And then and, yeah, man. So what did he do when he found out? Who the guy? Like when he when he thought you were having this affair? Like whoo. What, uh, did, what did he do? There was a bit of a confrontation one night when. What did he do? Yeah, so he did approach you. He, yeah, my he girlfriend went, and I are at their house for dinner, and he decides to, you know. Wait, have wait, a few wait! Drinks. He invited you to his house for a double date, but he thinks you're banging his wife. Uh, I guess. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, this is like sadistic. Yeah, yeah. it was. This should have been your pilot. <laughs> 
I don't know why you guys are writing that. <laughs> Maybe other thing. it will be. That was amazing. You know, they say the best stuff you write is come comes from real life. Right. You don't Absolutely. Have to make stuff up like yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. So we're we're uh, I got to get myself there mentally. We're in the living room. You guys are having dinner. You're sitting at a green couch. We're Go. actually we're actually just about to leave. The night's gone by. And right. He's like, and then he just, you know, I think we were literally out, the, almost out the door, mm-hmm. and he just came back in the room and just starts going. You know, you could tell, you could feel it coming yeah, in the room yeah, yeah. with him. He's a good actor too. I mean, no, seriously, I don't have a problem with him right, as an no, actor. No, no. I would still hire this guy in a in right. A, very fast. But did he like yell at you or lay into you or no, did he just was, kind of? I think he was talking to his wife mostly. Okay, but oh, so he was kind of like addressing the room. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. And we're did all... he like bang on the side of his glass? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no. like ding no. ding ding ding. His green glass. It was, it was, yeah. Speech, speech, speech. He'd had a few so, drinks, though. You guys that's been usually fucking. when that kind of... <laughs> he just said, things are getting greasy. Whoa! <laughs> Man! So, things are getting things greasy. Things are getting greasy. What the hell does that mean? I, I want Charlton Heston to say that. <laughs> I, I think what was fun was that the three of us are standing there just looking at him going, what is going on? Yeah. You know, because we really didn't understand... What he meant by that? Wow! Until you know later. That's crazy. Well, things just got greasy, but we've got to take a break. <laughs> All right. When we come now, back, a moment huh? with Charlton Heston. It's people. Silent greed is made out of people. Listen to me, Hatcher. You gotta tell him. Silent greed is people. That was a moment with <laughs> Charlton Heston. Wow. Thank I you. I just wanted to take that moment because it's Soylent Green, and yeah. that's Jim's favorite color. And I, there you go. I'm accommodating our guests. And it's all James about people. Rotimer. Well done. All right. Well, we're going to go to break. When we come back, <laughs> we're going to be dealing with living with Jesus, and uh, maybe things will get greasy. <laughs> this is the Toad Up oh, Network. Man. Stick around. <laughs> Yeah, it was. One of my favorites. It's one of my favorite Mine. bands as well, actually. Yep. I saw them live uh, a couple weeks ago. I know you did. I know. And you were so mad at me for I going. I was legitimately angry. I know me. you were. Because you're like, I, I said, hey, you want to get some dinner or something? Oh, actually, I'm going to the Real Big Fish concert tonight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, What? Yeah. 
Well, yeah, I got tickets for ten bucks or well, some shit. Well, you're like, I'm such a big fan, but you had no idea they were playing. Well, yeah, I mean, I don't keep up with them now. They're one yeah, of my favorite kinda, high school bands. They kind of faded. They faded yeah. away, but this was like the twenty year reunion tour. Sure, I've I've seen them before, so whatever. Whatever. I I'd never seen them live tour they because were I'm punk rock, right. sir. If there's if there's you anything... ever go to Warp Tour, I don't think so. No, I've actually never been to Warp Tour. Exactly. Because I bamboozle. Nope, and I never wore spike collars either. See, so I'm not real punk rock. I'm punk rock. I'm okay with that. Try to mess with me. Yeah, it's, and now you wear chains like that. Yeah, because <laughs> you're punk rock. I'm so punk rock. And, and cabbie hats. Yeah, this is how punk rock you are. Some punk rockers wear these hats. It's true. Yeah, but do you have that? Oh, you do. He does! <laughs> oh, no! He was trying to make fun of you! <laughs> and it was real! I do no, have I a big oh, leather cuff. No. <laughs> Got this in England. I'm oh. actually pretty excited because this week, uh, Low Straight Jackets is playing. Oh, yeah? It's a surf band. They all wear Mexican uh, wrestling masks. Nice. They're playing at the Troubadour. I haven't seen them for like uh, eight years. They're really good. That's awesome. Wow. So You're like a hip-happening guy. I try. Look at you. You know, us wore bands like this. Was Jesus, yep. <laughs> and I think it's time for living with Jesus. Living with Jesus, Jesus died and rose again. Now he lives in an apartment with Brendan. I waited for it this time. Yeah, you did. Oh, man. You never know when it's going to sneak up. (laughs) What? Oh. (laughs) Our first reading is from the book of John 612. These make me so uncomfortable. I know. (laughs) When they had all had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. All right. Say it one more time. When they had had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. John 6.12. Now, for those listening, remember... And James. And for James. uh, Now that I'm living with Jesus, I read a Bible passage that refers to something that Jesus does as a roommate. Mm. And then Eric has to figure it out, Mm -hmm. or the callers. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, one more time. Oh, my... You always need this way one too much. I'm just going to put it in front of you from now on. Jesus! When they had enough to eat, he said to his disciples, Gather the pieces that are left over. Let nothing be wasted. Gather the pieces that are left over. Let, let nothing, nothing be, be wasted. wasted. Um, I'm going to guess... Yes. I'm going to guess... Right. ...that if you leave leftovers in your fridge... Jesus eats your leftovers. No, close, though. Jesus has tons of leftovers, and he doesn't take out the trash. Oh... So he's not even following his own word. What do you mean his own word? He said, gather all the pieces, let nothing be wasted, it's and not, he wastes everything. No, it's not being wasted. He brings it home, and he leaves it there, but he never gets rid of it. And then if it's in the trash, he doesn't take it out. But that's he, wasting. He, no, it's not. He's gathering the pieces, and he's not throwing them out. So he's going to eat all those leftovers. I don't know. All the pasta he got down at the Italian place two weeks ago. Maybe, he's going to eat that. Maybe he will. I hope he will. I'm broke, so it's if, taking up space. if it's fair game, then invite me <laughs> Just over. Just come on over. I'll eat all of Jesus' we'll leftovers. leftovers. Oh, boy. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. It's for the multitudes. <laughs> oh. The multitudes aren't showing up. That's right. Yeah. Happening. He's waiting. I didn't realize yeah. I was supposed to invite multitudes yes. over. <laughs> Absolutely. You Followers. Can, you couldn't even get a multitude over. <laughs> <laughs> a Several single multitudes. multitude. <laughs> 
<laughs> but yeah, he doesn't take out the trash, and he has tons of leftovers. Oh, does that kill you? It does a little piece of me Now, hurts. does he not take it out of the trash can, or does it fill up, and then he takes the bag out and sets it next to the door, like, I'm totally going to take this. No, 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 not, not even the gesture of, I'm going to take this. It just sits in the trash in piles. But what happens if more, if he acquires more trash? Where does he put that? No, he just keeps putting things in the trash. I have to end up taking, because I can't live with it full. Oh, see, I that's your own problem. That's my problem? Maybe Jesus would take it out once it got full. But I sit there for a couple days and it doesn't No, no, leave. no. Here's what you do. All right. You don't touch it this time. Right. Well, I tried that this week. And? And I couldn't, I got to a point where I couldn't no, do it. No, th- well, you didn't do it then. You have to go past that point I where you can't I waited three days past the point that I would normally have done it. Yeah, well, this time, wait five. Oh. Just let it go. It just smells, though. Yeah, that's fine. He'll no. he'll learn. He's not home enough Jesus to is learn. like a puppy. Just train him <laughs> that he needs to take out the trash. Be like, Jesus, listen. I, it's I, your turn to take out the trash, big guy. I guess to be fair... smack his nose and spray him with water if I, he doesn't. I guess to be fair, it took Jesus 30 years before he was at the place where he could be preaching to others. So maybe he's still got a few good years left in him before he can learn. Jesus... So that's the first reading for right. this week. And I the, like it. The second one, I actually I couldn't find a Bible passage, and I'm pretty embarrassed by this. I scoured and scoured, mm-hmm. but uh, my knowledge of the Bible is, is fairly limited. Um, but I, I had to talk about this because it's too funny. The toilet seat's always down. <laughs> Wait. It's always down. So... It's, Jesus, so, why would it always be down? I it's think never up. I think our Lord and Savior sits down to pee. <laughs> is I think there's really no other explanation here. Jesus sits to pee. Yeah. He uh, has to. It's always down. Maybe he's just taking lots of poops. Is it only on the seventh day? <laughs> <laughs> when the day of rest? rest. <laughs> wow. Sometimes it's easier. Just kinda, it's, it yeah. is true. It's early in the morning, just... You ever do that? Yeah, and no, but I mean, I guess I, I'm not supposed to covet his ass, so <laughs> I don't want to sit down. <laughs> oh, man. I See, I get in a lot of trouble for that with my girl, too. Really? Yeah, for because there's a double standard here when you're living with a girl. I'm, I'm not living with her yet, but right. I'm there enough. Waiting and I'm insane. sure you guys have girlfriends. You've experienced this. But it is our job to put the toilet seat down when we're done. Right. But it's not their job to put to the put toilet up. seat right. up. Yeah. Absolutely. It makes no sense to me. Truth of it is, you're supposed to put the whole thing down. Like the cover when you flush. Oh. Because otherwise, all of that goes into the air. That's what I heard. Oh. You know. It goes into the air. It goes into the air. Yeah, like when you flush the toilet, whatever's in there, you know, it just, you know, it kind of sprays a little bit, does a little bit of a... <laughs> hmm. Wow. Well, the toilet we had <laughs> in the old voice. Right. No, wow. that was told to me by a, a woman who said, well, the actual thing is that you should keep it clean by literally closing the toilet lid all the way. Every time. Every time. Yeah, before you flush. Now, did that chick do it every time? Does anybody? Exactly. See? It's yeah. a double standard. Yeah, I, I just don't... I, I can't get in... Like, to me, it, it can be up, it can be down, but the fact that it's ever consistently one way... Means it's purposeful, right? Yeah. I mean, like that means someone's actually thinking. I mean, do you guys get into arguments about it? Like, oh yeah, she yells at you. Yeah, she had me. She fell in. I'm scratching. <laughs> I'm scratching. By the stop way, scratching. I can't stop scratching. No, stop it. My thing on my head is I, killing me. I really think we should put you in a cone for the show. It has been what? How, how long has it been? It's been a month. Over a month. Over a month since we had the conversation. Right. But this thing existed two months before that. So what it's been it? three months that you've had this. He has I, a ringworm in his head. Oh. 
I think it's ringworm. Because of a scratch, and so it he won't itches stop itching. so bad. It's from the cat. It, yeah, it, yeah. Is, it literally it is. Actually is. It's from the stray cats, and I got it on the back of my head, <laughs> and I can't stop it. The, stop it. There's a house. There's a house. A building about maybe five doors up the street from us, uh-huh. and it has. If you drive by, it has all gated, and there's like fifty cats visible. Oh, mm. and the cats. On our property, I know go down there. I've seen them slumming. Oh yeah. Oh god. Yeah. It's, so like, it's just... like a it's like Skid Row for cats. Yeah, Imagine it. Pretty much. Like they're all around little little soup cans filled with right. fire, and they're <laughs> they're rubbing <laughs> they their hands are. together. Oh, they're dancing. God. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we get in fights. Uh, one night, um, Shmoo, which is what I call my girl. You guys should. Wh- sorry, sorry to derail for a second. <laughs> what was the, what was that movie? The Soloist. Yeah, it was all about the homeless yeah. population. Was you guys should recut the trailer of the soloist <laughs> with your cats. <laughs> there are, so and you have a Robert, you have a Robert Downey Jr. cat, and you've got a um, who was who was the other actor in that movie? Uh, that was Jamie Foxx. Yeah, Jamie yeah. Fox cat. Yeah. <laughs> that would be so good, <laughs> and he's really great at what was he great at? Uh, he's a violinist. Cello? Yeah, cellist, cellist, cello, cello, uh, cello, a cello. Uh, Anyway, I need your help with this, guys. I mean, I, right. We get in fights about about things. Well, that's the what I told you. That's the way to get around it. You just say, "Well, it has to be one way," and that is completely. So shut. everybody has to. Everybody has shut to shut it. it. Well, Shmoo fell in one night. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> fell in. Fell in. And woke me up out of my sweet slumber. I was dreaming of beautiful, beautiful things. I was a butterfly, just just uh, coasting on the air, Open and I was free. And happy. Right. And I was living in a world made of breasts. <laughs> and, and she, she and, wakes and Al-Qaeda, me up. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> she wakes me up out of my slumber right. and makes me come in there and put the seat down. Wait, did you hear what? her fall in? Yeah. That sort of woke, woke me oh, up. Oh, what? No. Yeah, yeah. What did that sound Because like? I guess when I'm asleep, I didn't know this. This is gross. Right. She pees with the door open when I'm asleep. <laughs> oh. She doesn't pee with the door open when I'm not there. Right. Uh, or when I'm when I'm awake, yeah. but right? When I'm asleep, she she, she just pees with the door. She, she feels fine with and it. She's like ten feet away from me. Right. So if I woke up, I would just find her <laughs> but, pissing but in I the guess, middle of the night. Here's what I don't understand: is so she's mad at you because she fell in. Obviously, well, yeah, I'd be mad if I fell in a toilet. Of course, but is you putting the seat up or down going to change that she doesn't look before she sits <laughs> down? Like I'm not really sure how that one was your fault. Well, that's why she doesn't close the door too. She's she wants as few obstructions as possible. Yeah, in the middle of the back, night. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Including having the seat down where she needs it so she doesn't, you know, it's mindless. It's going not to my job to make sure her, her nighttime obstacle course is as free <laughs> and clear as possible. That's you not should, my job. You should set up obstacles. Like literally, she goes to literally bed. those things that runners have to jump in her, hurdles. Yeah, literally they have to run and jump over. You have to put one of those between you, your, the bed and the and the toilet. All right, I'll work on finding a hurdle. <laughs> yeah, to put in her way. <laughs> That'd be amazing to obstruct her pee in the middle of the night. And then I also get in trouble a lot for uh, not putting the toilet paper roll. The new one when right. I run out. Of oh, one. I hate that. Jesus doesn't do that either. He doesn't put it on there. He doesn't put it on there. What's he do with it? He just puts it on top of the toilet. That's what I do. Yeah. What's wrong with that? <laughs> I maybe well maybe it's a Christian thing. <laughs> Cuz you and Jesus are both doing it. That's a good point. No, I think the reason he does it is our toilet spinny thing, the roller thing mm-hmm. is not large enough. The gap in the wall isn't large enough for a full roll. So you got to wait. No. So you got to wait. Yeah, you got to yeah. wait a little. 
before you can install the new roll. <laughs> or buy smaller rolls of toilet paper. I guess. I, don't oh, know if that exists. I, I buy the economy roll. <laughs> well, Brendan, you didn't know this, uh-huh. but uh, since uh, James used to live with you, right? I had him write down. Since you're always bitching about Jesus, yeah, and him being a roommate, right? Uh, Living with Jesus, Jesus. Thank you. That's the name of the segment, right? I had him write down the five most annoying things about living with you. <laughs> so it's living with Brendan. Ooh, living with Brendan. So are you going to write a song for that real fast? I don't know. You you said you had this all prepared and pre-planned. Well, I had him do it about three minutes ago. Oh, okay. I expected like a song about it. <laughs> this is off the cuff. I haven't read these yet. Okay. These are all brand new to me. All right, but these fresh. are the five most annoying things about living with you. Oh, boy. All right. And I'm going to get him to elaborate on. These. Okay, uh, done. So for two years, he had to endure this endure pain those. and hardship. Are you going to tie them to biblical verses? Oh, so, no, no. You have to tie them to squatter's quotes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even watch that shit. I know you don't. <laughs> All right. You then. didn't even memorize it. <laughs> so it's not like you even know your lines. Were you in it? <laughs> All right. I think I was. Yeah. Uh, I, I would just come in. We tried of. to cut him out, but it wasn't. <laughs> it was really hard. I kept scooting the frame <laughs> You're just over. slowly moving it out. All, All right, right, so, so number one. Number one. So are these in order, like from one to five? I don't know. Five is the worst thing about living with me? I don't me? know. Okay. All right. Um, it's the number one thing. The number one thing. I guess this... It's in my it mind, they progress in... Uh, in severity? In severity. Oh, yeah. boy. So this is the least <laughs> terrible this, thing this about living with me. the least... Okay. Offensive. So this is the least terrible thing about living with this Brendan. This isn't that bad. All right, well, so I good. Know. I mean, how many Honestly. things do you find? Um, oh, number thanks. one is he oh. couldn't tell if you were home in the morning. Oh. That's actually no, that's worse f- than it sounds. No. Because okay. if your door is shut. Right. Mm-hmm. We lived upstairs. Yeah. Wood floors. So, number one, you learn to walk like a... Like a ninja. Yeah. I was going <laughs> to say another thing. But <laughs> <laughs> you have to walk really long. Yeah, thing what was. was the other thing? I'm still learning. <laughs> a ninny. Wait, a what? A ninny. What's a Just ninny? Like a ninny. Like a little... Like a fairy? Like a, like a wood nymph? <laughs> What's a ni- I don't know what a ninny is. <laughs> you know, I don't either, actually. You never heard of that? No. A ninny? What's walking like a ninny mean? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Eric, you know? Is that making things up? Is that up? walking like a gay Egyptian? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, ninny, I'm looking it up. Look up so what a ninny we can is. Find all out. Right, so, so when you were ninnying around the yeah, house, I mean, which I didn't realize you were ninnying all over the apartment. Well, oh, a ninny is just a shortened version of nincompoop, a silly, go. idiotic person. There you okay. go. That's how I felt walking around in that apartment. You okay. felt like a ninny because walking you couldn't, around. You couldn't really walk like a normal man. You can't, you know, put your f- actual weight on the floor. Right. So I'm being I'm being quiet anyway. And then on top of it, he'd have his door shut, and I'd walk out in the morning like. Is he here? <laughs> or can I just walk around right. normal? And, and then, you know, he's, I knew he was like, he's up all night doing stuff and everything. So I don't want to like wake him up. It's worse when you're trying to be quiet and then right. you find out and then he walks in the front door <laughs> at 10 o'clock. It's like, wait, you've been gone all morning? I've been yeah. quiet for two hours. <laughs> for nothing. Yeah. For the lady downstairs. Oh, so, you see, you guys so should have discussed this. I should have worked out a system. Yeah. I could have had a little, the, the doctor is the in door. or the doctor yeah. is outside. Yeah. In the old days, you just put a sock on the doorknob, you know, but that, that means something, something else. Yeah. That means something else. But yeah. That's fine. You know, whatever. And he uses that sock for other things. Yeah. yeah. Not that, like I'm going to That sock it. is inside the room with me. <laughs> 
<laughs> still don't want to. I'm just protecting America, Jim. <laughs> that would actually be a great way to keep your roommates out. Be like, if I'm inside my door, the sock will not be there. If the sock is there, you don't want to touch it. <laughs> right. Get in my room. Keep anyone from touching your doorknob. Yeah. All right. Uh, I remember actually a time that you got drunk at my house. Uh-huh. And. Uh, <laughs> Do I remember this time? Yeah, you fell asleep in my bathroom for a oh, minute. Oh, no. And uh, I remember this. <laughs> and I don't know if you remember this, but I uh, I removed a certain pair of underwear that you probably shouldn't have been laying on, <laughs> yep. and your face was on them. Oh, <laughs> oh no. This is why I don't like getting drunk at your house. This was for like someone's birthday, wasn't it? Yeah, that was a one-time thing. I've yeah. never seen you like Wait, that. Oh, were they on the I floor? Was... Were they on the floor? He like... was on the floor. No, yeah. I, I like was out of my mind. I think there was tequila involved that night, which is my oh, kryptonite. Yeah. Yep. And it, tequila but... and Jameson. Oh God, yeah, wow, together. And I just, yeah, I was like stumbling over things. And I think what it was is that you have a chair in your room, like yeah. one of those big like. What do you call those things? Like beanbag-ish chairs. Sure. And someone was sleeping in that. <laughs> and then I think someone was laying on the bed. There was nowhere to go. Yeah. And so you never do laundry. No, never. So his bathroom is just... This shirt I pulled out of my dirty clothes. <laughs> yeah. And that is not a lie. <laughs> so he has a pile, literally like a sea of laundry in the bathroom floor. And so because I know that, I was like... There'll be a comfy area over there to lay down. <laughs> and I, for, that just made sense to me in yeah. the moment. And so I was just sprawled out on his laundry sleeping. <laughs> tequila and thought. T- that's a tequila thought. Yeah. And apparently uh I found I found more white liquid. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was insinuating, sir. <laughs> you just went straight for it. My parents I did go listening. straight for it apparently. <laughs> and laid right on top of it. Oh. Everything was fine. All right, uh, so th- does that pertain to the list somehow? Or is no, that just, I was just an example of me ninnying around? <laughs> <laughs> you were ninnying around. So that's that how night. I ninnied around Ninny. the apartment. So number two, all right. I don't feel like this is a bad thing about a roommate, but maybe James can explain. I forgot the list, so I don't remember. He is an overachiever. Oh, wow. That's what you are. I think that's yeah. a compliment. Thank you. Yeah, but it can get annoying sometimes. Oh. How so? Well, like I said, you know, he's up all night. You know, doing his stuff. It's not a bad you? thing. It's not a bad thing because I'm actually an overachiever. Too. Right. It's I mean, not like he's an overachiever in Broadway singing. He's up all night <laughs> well, singing yeah. the Oliver. Big old, big old, big old. <laughs> Just running scales he's all through the writing, night. He's writing That's crappy true. web series. <laughs> but there is like a certain sense of you don't want to like get in the way of the person who's the, you know, getting stuff done. Sure. And even though I'm getting stuff done too, I right. still am like, oh, I don't want to get in his way because he's like, he's going 10 times faster. You know right. what I mean? But I guess to rebuttal, I, <laughs> I would argue you're an overachiever as well, but your whole setup with like two computer monitors and like, you know, like, it really, he looks like he's in the Starship Enterprise right. when he's yeah. working. No, it's, it's like George Lucas Studios, but it's in the kitchen. Right. It so was, if it was I in the kitchen. if I wanted to get up and get a bowl of cereal, no, I know. I, I so like there was that especially because I would always know there were. Day, you were always working, always working. Yeah. But there were days that were like the important days. <laughs> and you would have clients come over oh, yeah. and approve what you'd been cutting together or footage or whatever. Yeah. And these were like this is these are the people paying the bills. Yeah. You know, these are the, these are the people keeping the lights on. <laughs> and now comes Brendan in his underwear. Well, and so and I would always know cuz he'd be like, "Hey, can I borrow your chair?" <laughs> <laughs> and so I would lose my chair and then the whole time I'd be like, "All right, so what's the etiquette on me?" Going to the kitchen right now. 
I'm really thirsty. I'm really thirsty, but there's a guy in there, and I don't want to break the illusion yeah. that it's the studio. You know, like, I mean, clearly the guy can turn around and there's right. a refrigerator and a sink. I mean, obviously, <laughs> this is the kitchen. Right. But still, there was that idea of, like, well, if I show up and I start making eggs, then it's a kitchen. <laughs> That's true. It's not a production house. Yeah. There are certain things that when you live together and things that just never get really brought up, and that would have been one of them where yeah. you go, you know what? It's totally cool when this guy's here. Just come on in. <laughs> right. It doesn't matter. I don't think I ever had anyone over that was too important for eggs. No, you know? except me. Yeah, except you. Mm-hmm. You're too important for eggs? <laughs> yeah. There was one time that you were filming something, and I'd never met the person that you were filming. Yeah. And he seemed very, he was in like a suit, and he seemed very important, and you were, you, and I walked in, and he was like, you just ruined everything. And clearly he was being sarcastic, but because I didn't know him, <laughs> I thought he was legitimately mad, and I was like, oh, I just fucked everything up. <laughs> So you like turn it back around? I was like, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't. And then I, I stood outside in the uh, hallway, uh, and they're like, "You can come in. It's fine." I don't remember that yeah. at all. Number three on the list. Uh-huh. Um, I can. I, I'm on board with this one. You're uh, a clean freak. A clean freak. And it is freak. annoying. It oh, is annoying. Boy. Again, it's it's is, a good it, thing. Is it because I'm bitching about Jesus and all of his uncleanliness <laughs> that you're pick- actually Jesus called me and asked me to put that on my list? <laughs> <laughs> Has nothing to do with me. Jesus <laughs> always gets cell service, by the way. That's a just a little known fact. That's not fair. He always has five bars. He always has five bars everywhere. Uh, since we have to speed through this list because we only have a couple minutes left. All right, number four on the list. I mean, we all know you're a clean freak, so why discuss yeah. it at right. length? All right, fine. You're annoying. I'm annoying. Uh, number four, no, it's bad to be hygienic. I don't know this. I don't know what this is in reference to. Okay, but you have a friend who has dangerous enemies, named Patrick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is good though. This this is worth talking about. Uh, you have to tell this story. Right. I don't know this story. This is a phenomenal story. All right. Remember, we're we're. Second floor. Yeah. My bedroom was in the front of the building facing Moore Park Mm -hmm. and the street. Two o'clock in the morning, we're laying there. And, well, my girlfriend and I, not Brendan and I. (laughs) I was was, was about to ask. I was there at the time, so I'm in my room. He's in his room, which is on the back side of the apartment, kind of, but he can still hear stuff. And this guy, just out of the blue, starts yelling. What did he yell? From the street. He's going, Hey, Patrick! (laughs) Patrick! Get your ass out here! Yeah. I'm gonna fucking kill you! Yeah, and you know I'll kick your ass, Patrick! There's drunk Patrick. people. Patrick! He doesn't stop. Yeah. It goes for like literally 20 minutes. Yeah. This guy is yelling. And clearly, Patrick is either ignoring him or not home. Right. Or doesn't like, live here. Or doesn't live here. Yeah. And we don't know anybody named Patrick. The building, we are the only men in the apartment building. In Pretty the complex. Much. Pretty much. So uh, he's not in our building. So who the hell is this guy yelling at? And finally, finally, <laughs> Jim goes. Well, because you think the guy's drunk and he's just right. going to go away eventually. Right. Sure. That's usually what happens. So you right? give him the benefit of the doubt but for the this first guy wasn't 15, drunk. 20 minutes. He was angry. Yeah, and he was, he was getting angrier at, at no one responding. So finally, James goes, look, go away. No, <laughs> one, no one's here. Just get out of here. Yeah. Well, and, he saw me in the window. Yeah. And he's like, I see you. And he's like, I'm coming in there to get you. And then all of a sudden I felt threatened. It's like, oh, well. No, well, he, he went beyond that. He didn't. He, <laughs> he said he was coming to he goes, get you. Yeah, he goes, if you don't go get Patrick, I'll come up yeah. there and get you. I'm like, all right. Let's he goes, do it. go get Patrick or I'm going to come up there and I'm going to fucking kick your ass. He goes, I'm in the CIA. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and at this point, at this point, I'm terrified. 
And so I literally... Why are you terrified? People who are in the CIA don't scream from the streets, I'm in the CIA. Right, but anyone screaming, I'm in the CIA and threatening your life is probably going to do a whole hell of a lot more. They are a crazy person. So I literally grab my phone... And I dial 911 and just hold, hover my finger <laughs> over the, the talk button. Because yeah. I'm literally, I'm like, my door's closed <laughs> and locked. <laughs> so I'm just going to hang out here. Oh, you were in your room. Yeah, I was in my room. Oh, okay. So, and he's like, this guy's alone. still yelling. <laughs> this guy's still, I'm going to come, I see you up there. And then on the front door of the apartment building, I start hearing, I'm going to fucking get, I'm going to get you. And I'm literally, and I'm like, all right, all right, just remain calm. <laughs> if our apartment door starts making that noise, I'm hitting this button. <laughs> but yeah. for now, and what's great was you couldn't actually get in our building. Like, you could, he could have easily opened the gate and walked into our building. If he pulled. If he just pulled. But you couldn't turn the right. doorknob, so he thought it was locked. <laughs> but he stood out there for five minutes. Yeah. Wow. Pounding, and then finally drove off. Yeah, and his girlfriend was across the street waiting for him, just kind of doing this. Yeah. In a... So I've, I've my annoying friend Patrick, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Wow, causing trouble. I'm just blaming that all on him because you, you should, because everyone should. <laughs> Most of the world's problems are your fault. That is, a, that is I would wager absolutely. Accurate. And by you, I mean the gays. <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Number five. Right. Uh, finally, is uh, evidently you have a tendency to leave your sex toys around. Oh, do I? Do you? Wow. <laughs> you wrote he it down. He doesn't want to talk about Where it. Where is up? it? We're, it's we're on the list. Show the Leaves list. sex toys around. <laughs> Leaves his, is, now, that wasn't in, in order of what are my What are my sex toys? What have you found? What have you found? All right. Actually, yeah. one time, and yeah. I really had to think about this for a while. I was like, what? what, what? Oh, yeah. We walked in the bathroom, and you had these little strap Oh, no! Strap things. Oh, no! He has these, like, strap things that, you know, that have suction cups. <laughs> you can strap someone to the shower wall. I own those, actually. We got them <laughs> free in yours? a gift bag. I, I left them in the shower. <laughs> Did I give you those? No, boy, oh, no. Oh, you purchased those. I purchased those. You went to a sex shop. I sure did. And you bought suction cup handcuffs. And Mom, if you're listening, you should probably turn off now. <laughs> and then you left them in the bathroom that you share with a grown I, man. I get, well, I guess, I guess probably things moved along and I, I wasn't thinking to, I, I moved things to the bedroom and didn't think to take down the, the bathroom setup. And now, a moment with Charlton Heston. <laughs> There's really no way out Intimate. <laughs> That's some kind of homo thing? That was a moment <laughs> with Charlton Heston. Wait, n- intimate, some kind of homo thing. <laughs> oh, Chuck Heston helping us refocus at all uh, times. There was no way out of that. Uh, we are out of time. Uh, thanks so much to James Rodheimer for coming on the show. And uh, if uh, you can come check out the premiere this weekend at CAP on Woodman and Ventura, go to BrashStudios.com to buy tickets. Remember, there are only $100 or $100. <laughs> only $100. There's like only 100 that. tickets per screening. 7 bucks gets you into the screening, hanging out with us at the free vodka bar afterwards. And we'll both be there? We'll both be there, hanging out. BrashStudios.com. Get your ticket now. Thanks so much for coming on the show. Sure. Stick around when we come back. We're going to do the tweet of the week, and God knows what else we'll find lying on my bathroom floor. <laughs> <laughs> this is Toad Out Network. This is the Squatcast. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> See
Classic song, Wonderwall. Yeah. By Oasis. Gosh, they were so... They were everything back in the day. Yeah, I have a funny story about that song, actually. Yeah. I um, I went, went to an audition, and uh, they said, you're going to have to sing this song by Oasis. Okay. So I learned it. Right. I know all the chords now. I go, and uh, I didn't have a character breakdown. Usually when you get an audition, they right. say... All right, your character is 17 years old. He is uh, sort of a rebel. Right. You know, he hates his family. That's yeah, at least the gi- ones I get. No, they give you an idea of where this character fits into the script. Yeah, so I get there, and I have not gotten this character description. Right. So I get there, and there's a character description. Turns out he's Hispanic. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so I go in, and they like me so much that they're coming up with ideas. They're like, do you have a problem with tanning beds? And a lot of them. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so they never they didn't hire me, it turns right. out. They found a real person to speak Spanish. But, uh, yeah, I they, almost got a job playing a Hispanic kid. <laughs> that's amazing. So I had to sing that song. But I didn't know. I, I said, oh, no, do I sing it with some sort of Mexican accent? Right. I don't know. They're ready to get you, like, Spanish lessons? Yeah, exactly. How fast can you learn a language? <laughs> Would you be able to replace your mother if we cast you? Do you own Rosetta Stone? <laughs> All right, ready for the treat? a great song back in the day. Uh, yeah. All it's right. before anyone finds any more sex toys. This week's Tweet of the Week is actually tied. I had to throw in another one. Senior Winces writes, Too sick to walk to the drugstore. Anyone have a recipe for turning meth back into cold medicine? <laughs> Which, I was just too good to leave alone. Oh, yeah. Um, but the, I don't want to talk about medicine. <laughs> or meth. <laughs> <laughs> just stay away no, from both of those. Just, I unfortunately need both and can't afford either. Especially for ringworm. <laughs> yeah. You think meth will just knock out the ringworm? <laughs> I think that if I was on meth, I wouldn't give a damn about <laughs> the ringworm. You'd be like, oh, whatever. <laughs> you guys want some? I'd be seeing pink elephants. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'd be concerned with. Uh, our second tweet of the week is Jenny Johnson High Five. I was riding my Vespa and nearly got hit by a Prius. That would have gone down in history as the gayest wreck ever. <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree with that. I mean, that'd be the most adorable accident, though. Oops. Oopsie daisy. Sorry, you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> God, Ves- I see people get hit on Vespas all the time. What? Yes. You see this? Yeah, I've seen like, With your eyeballs. With my eyeballs. I've seen three or four Vespa accidents. <laughs> and do you just die laughing? Uh, it's it sound it looks terrible when uh, it happens. Because even just the slightest bump proportionally just sends it flying. Really? It just looks like the greatest accident you've ever seen. So it just it just propels them forward. It doesn't make them like when you're on a bicycle and you're starting to lose balance, right. it doesn't give them that effect. No, but I'm just wobbling back. Oh no, I'm about to fall. Have you ever seen anybody get hit on a bicycle before? No. Oh man. I mean it looks Incredible. Wow. I mean, because it's so dramatic. Yeah, of course. It's so dramatic because there's nothing containing you. I saw a guy get doored in New York City where literally they just opened the door. Oh. And he was bicycling. This guy, he nails it and he flies into the air. The bike flips up and it comes down on top of the windshield of the car. And the bike guy just, he literally flies like probably a solid eight feet and then lands on his hands or on his, on his, lands on his feet with his hands outstretched <laughs> and he just freezes there for a couple seconds. He's just standing? He's like, and just kind of takes stock of himself 
and then just burst into the biggest grin in the world. <laughs> and this guy, the guy who owns the car, is screaming at him like, "You gotta fucking pay for my car and my windshield!" Like, and this guy could not care less. He's just happy to be alive. Oh. And the guy was just like, "Fuck it," and walked away. The bicyclist just walked away. He didn't even take his bike. Didn't even take his bike. He's like, keep it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It was amazing. So that's the thing about Vespas. Whenever I've seen a Vespa get hit, the, you know, people just completely go flying. And, and I've got a Prius. Yeah. And those things are not made of the finest material. Good for you. It's not for, like, the energy. It's not like conserving, like I'm saving the universe. Good for you. That's not what it's about. It's about the fact that it cost me $20 to fill up my tank. Yeah, that's that's pretty cool. That's amazing. I'll take that, as long as it's not shaped like a Vespa. Well, I mean, it's shaped like, shaped a, Prius. like a Prius. <laughs> like a Vespa. What's wrong with the well, shape Vespas of... Vespas get even better gas mileage. I'm thinking about getting a Vespa. You sh- you would look perfect with a Vespa, especially with your little bag, your commercial bag. Yeah, I want and my bag hats. and my hats. Yeah, and I want goggles. That's really <laughs> yes. why I want a Vespa. But you need like old time goggles. Yes, exactly. That's like, why I want it. And and for some reason, I really want to just drive in the dustiest, dirtiest parts of town. Right. So when I take the goggles off, there's that like reverse tan line. Where you take them yeah. off and, and there's no dust or dirt around mm-hmm. your eyes. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I think that guy looks kick-ass. Oh, man. You got in a car wreck, didn't you? Why well, I, I got in a... a me- I don't know why I'm asking, didn't you? Because you yeah. were in my car. In your car. <laughs> your car got in a wreck. Didn't that happen? <laughs> I got, didn't I have to fix my car? Yeah, I got hit by the car. You physically. Physically. Your body. That It was... The, it was... T- it was... Pretty scary, actually. I'm sure. I was so... The background here is I was helping you move. Yeah. Um, which is coming up soon again. Which sucks. <laughs> and I'm never doing that again. God, that sucked. I'll pay some Mexicans this time. Well, so we're, I'm helping you move, and you're driving the, the moving truck. Yeah. The U-Haul. So I'm driving your car behind mm-hmm. the U-Haul. This is very odd for you to be telling me this story. Well, I'm just setting it up for everyone listening. No, no, no. I understand. No. Um... So I'm driving the thing, and and you. Right. I haven't heard this story all the way through. Right. So well, at the, so the idea here is is that I got a little lost coming off the highway to find your new place. Sure. And you don't have a GPS, or at least not one that's stuck to the right. windshield. Yeah. So I was using my phone. Sorry, we can't all own Priuses. <laughs> Prius I. Pri I. Pri. Pri. Priest. Priest. Some. A fleet of priests <laughs> saving the world, one priest at a time. Good for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, God. I can't believe I'm getting an attitude from you because I drive a car that doesn't cost a million dollars to fill up. Hey, no, it is really good for you. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I got a little lost. I'm using my phone as a GPS, and I got pulled over for using my phone while driving. See, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. So a police officer pulls me over. We pull over to the side of the road. Mm-hmm. You know, typical. I'm basically where you would be in a parking spot, and then he's behind me. You know, a little bit further out with okay. his lights on. And you know, they take you out of the car and embarrass you. Well, yeah, in California, sure. Yeah. So then we're walking back to the car, back to get inside your car. So wait, you were at his car? No, no. He they take you out. You know, they take you away. Yeah. And, you know, did he frisk you? He didn't, he didn't wonka, frisk wonka, me, wonka. but he made me feel like an idiot. And the thing is, is you don't actually a cell phone violation is the same as like a parking violation. Mm-hmm. It's not like this whole procedure where like he writes me up. It's legitimately like right there and then he gives me a ticket for using a cell phone. So you didn't have to be out of the car. No, there was no reason. There's no that. reason to be out. Did you of the car. did you contest the fact that you were on your cell phone? Uh, no. 
So you weren't causing a scene. Nothing no. happened. No. He just said, hey, come come back here with me. Right. Okay. So then I had to sign for my – I had to right then and there sign it, and basically I could either mail in a check or I could come down to the courthouse and pay it or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it was like, you know, 75 bucks or whatever. $75? Yeah, for being on my cell phone. Jeez. So we're walking back to the car, and they have to escort you back to the vehicle. Mm-hmm. And – I open I I've, I open your door your front door to get back in the car and mm-hmm. then I realize I don't know where I'm going and I'm not about to pick up my phone again <laughs> to find out. <laughs> That's a good point. So I literally ask him I'm like I'm going to Woodman. Can you tell me how to get there? Thanks for telling everyone where I live. Yeah, you. I just named a street <laughs> that encompasses a large section of the valley. If they can find you from that, good luck. All right, you're moving in a month anyway. <laughs> yeah, will be fine. So now I'm gonna have people scouring, scouring Woodman, Woodman just <laughs> looking for you. Smee's watch. <laughs> God, are you? You really think you're that popular? That's how big your ego is. I'm pretty famous. All right. Because uh, by the time you're hearing this, I just had a really successful CD release party <laughs> last Sunday. Are you going to act? Okay. It good. was pretty great. Yeah. Um, thanks for everybody for coming out. It was ridiculous. I got good time. so drunk I especially that night. loved when you played on stage. Oh, I, I played so well. You played the shit out of your own music. <sighs> yeah. And that you, was amazing. I don't know, why didn't you show up, Dick? I was, I was in New York. You know, for this wedding. Oh, this is weird because you're in. I'm you're in not New in New York. While yet. I'm saying this, I'm what? in New York for a wedding. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah. So, um, so you asked the where officer, are we? "Where's Woodman?" <laughs> so I asked the officer where I'm going. I'm listening. It's <laughs> the first time ever. <laughs> what? And uh, <laughs> and so he's giving me directions, and we're standing like outside of your car, but the front door is open. Yeah. This old woman, eighty-three-year-old woman, loses control of her car. She hits the police car, the police officer, me. We fall onto the hood of the car. She drives about five feet and crashes into your car. <laughs> yeah. And we slide inside of your car. <laughs> wait, wait. So you hit the windshield. We hit her. We went on her oh, hood. her hood. Her hood. She drives a little bit with us on the hood, <laughs> smashes into your car. Uh-huh. Because the front door is open, we slide inside the opening, and then she totaled your car and pushed it up onto the sidewalk a little so bit. So you're in my car with yes. a police officer cuddling, essentially. Essentially, yeah. He's literally, we're like wrapped a tangle of legs and arms. Aww. His back is lying on the hood of her car, which is now an extension of the inside of your car. Yeah. And he's completely passed out. <laughs> That's scary. I am holding in my arms a police officer. A large black police officer who is unconscious and covered in blood. Oh. And I'm literally, like, slowly tapping him and going, Sir, sir, are you okay? Sir, do you need me to call 911? Does this help when I get you you down here? Yeah. And he, like, comes too slowly. Like, clearly he's still, like, things are still spinning. And I'm like, are you all right? Do you need me to call 911? And he goes, no. I'll call it in. And he picks up his walkie-talkie, and I swear to God, he says, Officer Down requesting assistance. Wow! Within a minute, within 60 seconds, they had the block sealed off. There were two ambulances. There were three fire trucks, 20 police cars. It was amazing. That guy is a badass. And in contrast... I get a phone call from you about five minutes later. You want to know how one guy handles the situation. No, hold oh, on. okay. Before you say how I handle the situation, <laughs> yeah. you have to hear the rest of what happens. All right. Then he looks around at what's happened, lifts himself <laughs> out of your car, slides off the hood, gets off of the hood of the car, walks around to the woman's front door, 
the woman who hit us. Mm -hmm. Roll your window down, (laughs) (laughs) ma'am. And proceeds to get her driver's license and registration. And how old is she? She's 83 years old. And how did she handle this? She she refused to roll her window down. (laughs) (laughs) She wouldn't roll her window down. And she just repeatedly said over and over, it's not my fault, it's not my fault. It's not my fault. How is it not your it's, fault? You're the only person driving a car. You know what's creepy is you're getting teary-eyed reliving this. It was it was scary. Seriously. I actually, you know what's interesting is we always talk about on the show how I'm making fun of, of religion with my Living with Jesus segment, and mm-hmm. then you're actually very religious, and I don't really practice. I literally sat in the car, and before I called you, mm-hmm. my instinct sitting there was to cross myself. <laughs> I actually sat there, realized I was still alive, and wow. crossed myself. I told you that That's Catholicism never dies Somewhere in within me, what I was thanking God, who, who, Allah, whoever is up there, that must have been up there. Because literally, the paramedics told me, I walked away, I thought my leg was broken. It was completely black and blue, and there mm-hmm. actually is nerve damage in my right leg from this. Um, and both my knees are contused, so I can't run, really. I'll never do that marathon. <laughs> There it is. Thank you. Thank you for your sympathy. I appreciate your sympathy. It's not me. It's the crowd. Right. No, it's, it's, there's a lot of them today. They found this Usually hilarious. it's just a little, a few people. <laughs> um, but literally the paramedic that pulled me out of the car told me that the only physics that made sense in our accident were the physics of Jesus. Wow. Because it just didn't make sense that there's this small opening we could have ended up in. Because if we'd been pressed against any part of that car, we would have died. And if yeah. he, and to be to his credit, to the police officer's credit, if he had not taken me out of the vehicle, if he had done everything through the window, you know, like they do right. sometimes, he would have been smashed against your car. You would have had dead police officers smashed against the side of your car. Oh, I don't think I could drive the car right. with dead black man on right, it. Right, exactly. I, wow. So the only physics that makes sense are the physics, physics of, of Jesus. Jesus. He said that. He That's said those words. Quote. That's a direct quote from the paramedic. Wow. So yeah, it so, sounds like Jesus took the wheel. Yep. So tell me how. What is this? Jesus take the wheel. Is this Rascal Flats? That's a woman. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Who is this? Carrie Underwood. Carrie Underwood. Right. Let's just listen. Hold on, hold on, hold on. If you're telling me that Jesus took the wheel, that means Jesus drove an old lady's car into me because no one else was driving. We were standing by the side of the road. Well, Jesus, Jesus took the wheel of an 83 year old woman and steered her into me. You, you can't question God's ways. You can only no, wait, is it? <laughs> <laughs> you can't question God's wisdom, only his ways. He works in mysterious ways. Yeah, there you go. He does that, too. There always is a reason. <laughs> man. Well, you're lucky to be alive. I'm very man. lucky to be alive. I was told that by a lot Crazy of people. Crazy old broads shouldn't have cars. No. No. They should take away licenses after a certain point. I actually have a story about that. Yeah? About an old yeah, man old... who shouldn't have been driving. All right. But the thing is, he wasn't driving a car. He was driving his rascal. <laughs> 
<laughs> like one of those little scooter things? Yeah. Okay. And here's the story. A pensioner narrowly escaped being burned alive when his rascal turned into a fireball. What? Yeah. Aiden Cassidy, a 77, was struck helplessly on the vehicle. It was stuck helplessly okay. on the vehicle. <laughs> as an electrical fault sent flames spurting out under his seat. What? This is a, 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 a honest-to-God picture of this man's scooter. Oh, my God. It is full on on fire. <laughs> that looks like Armageddon. And so I guess this isn't his fault, technically. Right. But I I, I, I put, I don't know, even know what, what I wrote, but I think uh, I, I had some idea about a Viagra joke. <laughs> <laughs> That'd make a great I Viagra. Just put Viagra, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> Burn the house down with her tonight. <laughs> yeah, so. I mean, just, I don't think old people should be driving, whether it be no. rascals or cars. No. Just get off your vehicles. Well, my grandfather, I, I, I'll never forget, actually. My grandfather, when he was around prob- between 75 and 80, and he was a very stubborn man. Can't imagine. <laughs> um, and he, he was living with us, um, cause it, towards the end of his, his time, uh, mm-hmm. health was not with him. Um, so he was actually living with my family for probably about five to ten years. Wow. Um, and him and my grandmother lived with us. And he one day really put up a fight about how he could still drive. And finally, my my mom just let him. She gave him the keys to the car, and he was gone for ten minutes. And when he came back, he was shaking, and he didn't want to talk about it, and he didn't want it, couldn't look anybody in the eye, and he handed her the keys back, and he never talked about it again. Wow. So, I mean, at least uh, it, it's sad, but it's like, I mean, we were in the middle of nowhere in North Carolina. He wasn't going to be able to hurt anybody. I mean, he we, didn't we, come back with, with a little boy on the hood <laughs> no, or anything. No, there was I a, don't want to talk about it. But, uh, <laughs> Grandpa, there, Grandpa, there's, there's a three year old, uh, <laughs> plastered stuck, to the side of the car. Stuck in the Cadillac logo. <laughs> right. I, don't, I don't know what we do about <laughs> What's this. What's this G.I. Joe <laughs> under the tires? No, I mean, so when I mean, we had this long, like, you know, gravel road leaving up to the house. Yeah. So I'm sure he just drove down that, got, you know, you couldn't even get to a main road. It would take you five minutes. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure he, he got t- towards another car and needed to turn around and come back. Wow. That's a sad way to end this show. Well, why are you ending the show already? Because it's time. It's Nick Ritchie's time? coming up. Oh, Nick Ritchie. <laughs> With your your big-breasted women. Yeah, oh, darn. And your all your callers. <laughs> all the people that listen to your show. God damn you, Nick Ritchie. Damn you, Nick Ritchie. It's a good show, man. It's Stick a great around. show on Toad Hop Network. It's it's the show people listen to. Yeah. That and, and the the headliner show, the morning show, yeah. with Heidi and Frank, 10 to noon. Come back 10 to noon tomorrow. Right, right. here. But thanks for sitting through our uh, our pre-recorded show. I have one more car crash story that is very quick, and I don't... <laughs> wait, wait. How, turn around. How much did you highlight? All right, you can only read the non-highlighted no, no, no. part. You're the whole thing highlighted no. again. No. All right, read it quickly. Hey, this no, is the very end of the show, right, and I'm not going to read anything but the headline. Do it. Since we're talking about car crashes, All right. man known to lie in the road is run over and killed. <laughs> That's the amazing. End. Explains itself. All righty, well, we'll talk about that and more next week on the Squatcast. Thanks so much for tuning in, and make sure you go to BrashStudios.com and get your tickets so you can hang out with us at the premiere yeah. of Battery Row. I like today's show. I had a good time with you, It was you, a buddy. good show. It was nice being with you. I love you. I love you, too. I'm not going to show you my sex toys, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I don't like shower sex anyway. See All ya. Right. See ya.